Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. There's a high fly ball from KMOX Sports. That's it deep to left field, and it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. There's a moment for you. Welcome to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. In the driving jam time. The Billikens win this one. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. Comeback pattern caught. Touchdown, Kansas City. Now, sports on a Sunday morning on America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Tom Ackerman with you. Hope everyone had a wonderful Christmas. And I know that this is a time of year that is the most wonderful time of the year. But for some people, it can be a difficult time. We're dealing with a lot of challenges in our lives also. And so I wish you and your family the most love and peace and comfort from all of us here at KMOX. It is great to be along with you, no doubt about it. Big day of sports again on Sunday. A lot of NFL playoff spots are on the line this week and next week. And the Chiefs are taking on the Steelers at 325 today with a 2 o'clock pregame. We'll update you on some news coming out of Kansas City in just a moment. We on this show are going to play our best moments of sports on a Sunday morning in 2021. And we had some good ones. Great interviews, incredible people that come on the show each and every week, like Mike Shilton, John Mosaylock. But uh, there were some unique interviews that jumped in uh, throughout the year, and we'll hear from them. I'm going to give you the list here in just a moment. Also, want to, before I do anything, say happy birthday to the wizard, Ozzie Smith. It is his 67th birthday, the greatest shortstop to ever live. An incredible career, but really what he's doing post-career is just as amazing to me, raising money for PGA Reach Gateway and all proceeds from his Ozzy and Friends event February 17th at Ballpark Village are going to PGA Reach. He has Keith Hernandez and Tommy Herr and Ken Oberkfell with him, the 1982 infield. And you can go to ozzyandfriends.com to get tickets for that. I know that Ozzy is smiling and having a good time. 67, well, he's going to be shooting his age here in golf. I don't know if he's officially done that yet, but at 67, he can do that. Uh, I don't think there's any doubt about that. He's one of the greatest golfers I've ever played with. That's for sure. Uh, Travis Kelsey is out. That's the big news today. It came out this morning from Kansas City. The Chiefs tight end did not clear COVID protocol, so he will not be able to play today against the Steelers. Uh, NFL picks with Lauren Lovett uh, will not be on the show today, but she and I did text our picks back and forth. Uh, I will tell you this, that we are one game apart. She won last week. Uh, over me and closed the gap to within one. 
So we only have one game that we picked differently this week, and that is Rams-Vikings. Who do you think I picked? Of course I picked the Vikings. I'm not picking the Rams, especially in a game that the Vikings need to win. Uh, the Rams need to win also to secure some playoff uh, scenarios. However, I'm not picking the Rams. There's no chance. So I'm picking the Vikings. She's got the Rams. If uh, that game swings her way, we're tied. Uh, the other picks uh, in there, she picked. She and I both picked the Patriots, Chiefs, Falcons, Jets, Eagles, Tampa Bay, the Chargers, Seahawks, Raiders, Dolphins, Bengals, Cowboys. So we're the same on all of those except for Rams and Vikings. And the other thing I want to tell you before we get to our first interview is that in case you haven't heard, there is no NHL uh, tomorrow. The Blues and Devils have been postponed because of COVID. They wanted to wait another day uh, to get this schedule going. So today was going to be the last day of this uh, wait. It is not the case. They are going to wait another day tomorrow. You may or may not have heard that over the Christmas holiday. So here are, is the lineup. And speaking of hockey, Kelly Chase gave a heartfelt interview on Sports on a Sunday Morning this year after the passing of his dear friend Bob Plager. We miss Bobby so much. Um, we're going to relive just why Bobby Plager has been so important to the singles community. We lost him in 2021 and Kelly Chase with really an incredible interview. Uh, I had an, an, an amazing opportunity to visit with two of the greatest athletes of all time and arguably the greatest in the history of their sport. Jack Nicklaus at the Ascension Charity Classic. We spoke at length about the game of golf and why he believes so strongly in St. Louis. And speaking of that, Wayne Gretzky, who lives here permanently and loves St. Louis discusses that with me at the Musial Awards. Also Tom Watson, no slouch when it comes to great golfers. I also spoke to Ernie Els uh, briefly over at Norwood Hills. So all of that is coming up in the 11 o'clock hour. As we always do, we have our Royal Banks of Missouri visit with our SLU coaches. We relive the moment between Travis Ford and Kevin Kalish when we had them on the phone together talking about both of their programs. Ali Marmel, the manager of the Cardinals, will be with us this hour on Sports on a Sunday Morning. We'll also hear the visit uh, that Isaac Bruce gave to all of his fans and detractors at the Pro Football Hall of Fame speech. That was an awesome speech, and we're going to replay part of that for you here on Sports on a Sunday Morning as well. But I want to kick off with something I thought was very special 10 years ago, the anniversary that we celebrated this year, 10 years since the 2011 World Champions, Game 6. And when you think of Game 6, and that's all you need to say, you think of one name. And he said, you bet I'll jump on the phone with you and do some radio. And that is David Freeze. Tom Ackerman, pleased to be joined by David Freeze. The former Cardinal is with us this morning on the 10th anniversary of Game 6. That's all you have to say, David. Game 6. Everyone knows what that is. <laughs> Tom, what's going on? What's going on? Are you ready to take a little walk down memory lane here for the next six minutes? I guess so, man. Ten years. It's pretty crazy. Isn't that cra First of all, isn't that crazy? Ten years? Yeah. It does feel like, I don't know what it feels like for you, but for us, it feels like it just happened. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, lately I've thought about it, and I think when, I, you know, when I'm thinking about baseball, it definitely flies by. Then take a step back and you focus on your life. You know, man, I think things slow down. You realize a lot has happened in the last 10 years. It really has. So the Rangers are up 7-4 in the eighth inning, David. And yeah. just give me your summary of 
what happened up until that point, just your general feeling, because it was a crazy <laughs> game. Like, there's so much going on, and yeah. there was even a ball that, that bounced off your head at that at one point. Yeah, I mean, that thing was up there forever, <laughs> and it came down really. I, I think Hamilton hit it, um, but um, that definitely uh, – you know, added to the circus. I think we had two or three errors in a couple innings. You know, um, they were botching some balls. And then, uh, like you said, we were down 7-4. And, you know, a hit that a lot of people don't remember um, was Alan Craig's homer. I think that was in the eighth inning, and it made it a two-run game. And uh, I think that kind of sparked us. You know, we never gave in. We never gave up. But uh, him pumping that homer and, and making it kind of a, a two-run game, um you know, kind of jump-started us and made us believe a little more. Here it is. The pitch. Swing and a high fly ball. Left field. Way back. And it's a gunner! That home run by Alan Craig in the place was jumping at that point, and you looked at yeah. each other and said, we're in this thing, right, David? Yeah, you just, uh, when you're down two, you just start thinking about first and second double, second and third, bloop single, you know, new ball game, and with our lineup and, and what we had going on, you know, all the guys that were hitting well, um, you know, two runs was nothing um, for either team. And in the ninth inning, Albert Pujols doubles, a one-out yeah. double. Berkman walks. Then Craig strikes out, and it's up to you. Take us to that moment as you're stepping to the plate. Yeah, I think it was uh, it was kind of difficult, I think, looking back at Albert's A.B. I, if, you, if you can recall it, I think everyone was thinking that this could be Albert's last A.B., as a Cardinal, so not only is everybody off their seats cheering, but they're also kind of doubling up on um, the fact that it could be his last at-bat. And, um, you know, he roped that ball in the left center, Burke, and gets on. And then, um, you know, I think we got two outs going up there and uh, just trying to figure out how to face Feliz. <laughs> um, never, fa- never faced him before, but just worked the count, stayed calm, and um, got the same pitch you know, got got the same pitch twice and, and uh, you know, hit it well. Cruz, Cruz helped me out a little bit, but uh, it worked out. You hit it well. Here it is. David Freeze. Swing and a long one in the right. Get up, baby. Get up. Get up. It's at the wall. It is off the wall. One run in. Here comes Berkman. Over to third goes Freeze. We're tied 7-7. How about that? What a moment, and what a call there, and I know you have a ton of respect for him, Mike Shannon, David. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you get chills listening to Rooney and then Shannon. Uh, you know, I got buddies, close buddies, that will just be walking down the street, and they'll just be like, get up, get up, you know, it's just a good conversation, and, and we just start rolling, but uh, it's always great to hear his voice on the calls. Oh, the roller coaster of this game. Josh Hamilton homers in the 10th. It's 9 yeah. 7. Then Terrio gets that RBI ground out in the 10th to make it 9 8. And it comes down to Lance Berkman. Here it is. The two on, two outs, two strikes, the pitch. A swing and a base hit into center field. Here comes John Jay with the tying run. Pujols goes to third, representing the winning run. The Cardinals have done it again. My, oh, my. Incredible. What was that dugout like then? We wanted Lance up. That was the guy that we wanted up there. Uh, outfield was playing way back. And then once once Lance got into that at-bat um, against Feldman, you knew he was uh, going to do something good. You know, we didn't know if he was going to get a hit or not, but uh, the veteran guy he is, you know, his presence, how calm he was, you just knew something was going to happen. And uh, two guys scampered, scampered down and, and went to the 11th. 
Jake Westbrook worked a scoreless top of the 11th, yeah. which was very important, and it set up the leadoff batter, David Freeze. 3-2 delivery on its way. Swing and a high drive to center field. Get up, baby. Get up, baby. Get up. Oh, yeah. David Freeze has just sent us in the game number seven. This series is tied. Freeze, Freeze with a walk-off home run here in the bottom of the 11th inning. The Cardinals win at 10 to 9. Unbelievable. What's it like to hear that again? <laughs> it's unbelievable. You hear, I mean, man, you play in all these stadiums and – I swear you can just hear crowds and you know, and you know what park it is. Um, it's just it's just crazy, you know. And all the bars want the, want these games to happen in October, and it was it was sweet just turning it into a game seven. And you did, and you actually came through in the first inning of game seven. After all that, uh, after the Rangers responded with some early runs, you got the game knotted up, and then went on to win the World Series. Just a dream for a kid growing up in St. Louis, David. Yeah, yeah, 10 years. Um, you know, like you initially said, it's just crazy to think about. It's going to be on my mind and my family and friends' minds forever, and it's just, uh, you know, obviously a dream come true. But uh, great great kind of rerunning it and um, and looking back on it for sure. Change your life, I know, but also your life <laughs> yeah. today. Before we go, just uh, tell us how things are going for you and your wife and your two cute yeah. kids. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're just down in Austin hanging out. Um, got my oldest in school and then uh, trying to work on the golf game. And and just uh, we got that fantasy camp coming up in Jupiter next week. I'll be down there all week. Uh, you know, Alan Craig, a bunch of alumni will be down there. Um, you know, so I'll throw the spikes back on and roll over to third a few times, I'm sure. And it'll, it'll, be, it'll be a blast uh, down there in Jupiter. Really excited for that. But yep. uh, other than that, man, just, yeah, just hanging out. Yeah, I'm bummed I can't be down there with you. I've got an event uh, that weekend, but okay. uh, have an amazing time, and it's so great to hear you, and thank you so much for joining us on KMOX this morning. Really appreciate it. Yeah, for sure, Tom. I'll see you soon, man. Same. There's David Freeze. Game 6, the 10th anniversary. David Freeze. What a great uh, time that was visiting with him here in 2021. That was a show that aired on Sports on a Summer Sunday Morning on October 31st, and so did our next interview, which we will play for you next after the break, when we talked first to the new Cardinals manager, Ali Marmel. I'm Tom Ackerman. It's great to have you on this Sunday, back in a moment on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday Morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, no Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City! On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back to KMOX, the home of the St. Louis Cardinals. And what a pleasure to be joined by the new manager of the Cardinals, the 51st manager in Cardinals history, is Ali Marmel, and uh, what a treat to, to be able to chat with you. Thank you for the opportunity, and congratulations on a big, big day for you, Ali. Tom, I appreciate it. Thank you. This is obviously exciting for, for me and the family, and we're looking forward to uh, to what's ahead as far as leading this organization, um, the staff, and the players. Uh, it's an exciting time for sure. I know it is, and you mentioned family right away, and it is a big day for the family. All of these days are the baseball family, but – your immediate family plays such a big role in everything that you do, doesn't it? 
It, it really does. When you look back at it, all the all the sacrifices and, and, and the things that need to take place in order for this to even be a possibility, um, they're numerous. Uh, so to be able to reflect on that and, and take the moment for what it is, it's a, it's a special day for not only me, but for, for everybody involved that, that to help this be uh, possible. When I say that, manager of the St. Louis Cardinals, what goes through your mind? Um, we're talking about one of the most storied franchises in all sports. Uh, it's an absolute honor. It's a, uh, it's a privilege. Um, like I said in the presser, not, not many people get to manage, let alone for one of the top organizations in, in all sports. And uh, it's an absolute privilege to be able to, to help lead this organization forward. And make no mistake, you are a Cardinal, and you have been since 2007. You remember that day, your draft day? I, I do, I do. Um, with high aspirations to to get to the big leagues as a player, and um, it was an exciting time with uh, my wife being there at the time, and, and my parents and, and brothers. It was a it was a special moment in 2007 for sure. Because everybody played a part in growing the game with you, and then here, there you were, a Cardinal. Now, I heard you say also in the presser that you hit a buck 90, but, hey, Tony LaRusso <laughs> hit 199 in his major league career, right? I mean, <laughs> Yeah, but, but I did it in A-ball. There's a difference there. <laughs> That's right. So, okay, so you became the hitting coach for the Gulf Coast League Cardinals, and then before Correct. long you were the manager at both Johnson City and Palm Beach. Uh, take me back to those days. Yeah, um, I, I remember coming into the office and they offered me a position to manage. Um, I was trying to think of how old I was at the time, but uh, to say I was in over my head is an understatement. And they, they, they put a lot of good people around me that helped mitigate that learning curve. And um, gosh, it was it was fun. Uh, I was able to do it in Johnson City for, I believe, one year and then State College for two and then Palm Beach for a couple uh, before Matheny asked me to join his staff in 2017, um, but that's where a lot of the learning took place of how to how to manage up and down and, and keep a clubhouse and, and and treat a player and earn the respect of a player um, and, and just move the mission forward uh, the way the Cardinals have, have done for for decades. So uh, it was a, a great opportunity coming up through the system for sure. Yeah, and you became the first base coach as you said in 2017, and before long. Uh, you had a second manager you were working with in Mike Schilt and became his bench coach. And I know that's uh, something that's very close to you. Actually, you and I share that. Where Mike Schilt, you know, I consider him a friend, and I know you do too. And so uh, to take a spot that he occupied, um, I'm sure there are several emotions flowing through you, as they are through him. I mean, he always speaks very high, highly of you, Ollie. Yeah, there's, there's definitely um... – a, a ton of emotions to your point, Tom. I mean, when you when you look back at um, kind of equipping me to to be in this position, uh, there's a lot of time and energy that went into that, and um, uh, didn't think it would be um, today. Um, but uh, to be able to have a conversation with them and 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 get his support on moving this organization forward was uh, was meaningful, and I'm looking forward to doing exactly that. And now you are the manager of the team, and uh, with that, there's the chance. We'll chat about it later, but I, I did host a radio show with Mike and with Mike Matheny and at times with Tony LaRusso, so maybe we'll, maybe this is just the beginning for you and me. We'll see. Uh, but I, <laughs> I look forward to chatting with you. But get, kind of getting down to the business of it, uh, it is a job with uh, very high expectations, but you mentioned this 
in your presser that you will lean on a lot of people. And as a matter of fact, the word collaborative came up a lot. And can you describe just from your perspective your view of the organization from that standpoint, from the front office down, actually from ownership down, and how they have tried to move this organization forward in that fashion? I think that's what the greatest organizations and companies do is they are never content with where they're at and they're looking to um, to improve upon their processes that are in place. And um, that's what I'm looking forward to doing. I mean, we got to understand this, this organization has had a ton of success. So when we talk about doing things differently, I, 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 I don't think of it that way as far as differently as much as I just build upon the success that the organization has had and modernize certain strategies and decision-making tools and things of that nature. But um, it's definitely just building upon the tradition and rich history that's already in place here. Um, the collaborative nature that you're talking about, it did come up a ton um, in, the, in the presser. It's being able to have a continuous conversation with the front office, with the baseball development analytic department, with the performance staff, with the medical staff, and all the other departments that play a role in the player performing, and making sure that we're all speaking the same language and, um, at the end of the day, moving the mission forward to win a championship for uh, the city of St. Louis. Um, so it, it's very collaborative. It's using all the resources that are at hand to make sure that we're making sustainable decisions for 162 days. 162 games um and that's what i'm looking forward to it is pretty incredible the way technology is today the information that you can acquire isn't it ollie and and then it really comes down to your staff and the front office in how you utilize that information that's absolutely right um when you when you look at the field staff we have some very very talented individuals on our staff um, all the way around. Um, that, that includes our on-field staff with our hitting, pitch, and base running, defense, medical, performance, you name it. They, they all do a fantastic job. And the one thing that um, we'll continue to emphasize is being very confident in what we know and comfortable with what we don't. And then those things that we don't is asking the right questions and then implementing just the right things and tools in order to, to move it forward. Um, so that's one thing we're going to make sure we emphasize and we're looking forward to it. I know decisions are still to be made, but for the most part, uh, this staff is sounds like it's going to remain intact. Is that the case as far as you know? Yeah, Tom, we're excited about our staff, as I mentioned. We really are, um, and our hope is that, that we do bring our staff back. Um, I've been able to talk to several of them over the last couple of days, and like I mentioned, our staff, does a phenomenal job, and and I mean that in every area, from video to to pop at third and stubby, and I mean it's just a great group of guys that are collaborative in nature, that um, understand what this looks like from a from a just family standpoint. So I'm looking forward to that. And you have some roster, we know that. That's that's a very good ball club. What have those conversations been like, just in general, with your players, Ollie? Yeah, I've had the opportunity to talk to a couple guys, um, and it's been good. You want to make sure that when you sit in the seat, you have the respect of, uh, of your veteran group and um, that there's just an understanding of how they want to be held accountable and what it looks like to push this forward and, and make sure that they're reaching their goals personally and achievements personally, but also um, how that fits into the overall picture of the team and uh, to be able to I have discussions with, with the people that I name, like Wayno and Goldie and, and Nolan and Yachty. Uh, we're looking forward to, to 2022, I'll tell you that. 
You are the first manager of color in the St. Louis Cardinals organization since Mike Gonzalez did it briefly uh, back in 1938 and 1940. And as a Dominican-American, what does this mean to you, Ali? Born in Orlando, and I know that this moment has a lot of impact in that area as well. It does. It's meaningful time. I mean, when you, when you look at it, um, I hope it, it, it allows kids um, – in some of the neighborhoods that, that I lived in, in Miami, and just the ability to look at, at someone in a leadership position um, for, for a franchise like the Cardinals and just know that, um, that with certain dedication and, and, and meaningful relationships and making sure that they put the right people around them and, and use some of the resources at hand, that, that this is possible. Um, and we'll continue. I mean, this job is about winning and it's about influence, and I'm looking forward to both. Um, I'm looking forward to helping this organization continue to win, and I'm looking forward to the influence and impact that the platform allows for as well. Um, and this is one of those meaningful areas of just uh, being able to serve some of those underserved communities and, and, and some minorities as well. That's well said. And a final thing, uh, just to, and I know there's a lot of work to do and a lot of conversations to be had, and you've touched on this a little bit just in our conversation here, but stepping back and maybe coming up with who the Cardinals are and with you at the helm, there are a lot of people, of course, uh, involved here, but what are the St. Louis Cardinals to you? What makes this organization successful and how do you do that to achieve a 12th world championship? The first thing that comes to mind is an absolute pursuit of excellence um, in every area. Um, we will push our staff and our players and everybody involved that comes in contact with our players and has a say or an impact on an overall win um, to pursue excellence. Um, that is what's important here. We're going to be very detailed in our approach. Um, and when I just think of the word excellence, it's, Man, it's it's every single area in detail um, that at the end of the year, when you look back, you're able to rest your head and say, um, we, we didn't overlook anything. I appreciate your time very much. Now we, you can take a breath, and after today will be your first full day as manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. And congratulations. Appreciate it. We look forward to a nice, long relationship with you here on KMOX Radio. Likewise, Tom. I appreciate the questions, and thank you for the call. Thank you. Oliver Marmel, the new manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. We'll be back in just a moment on KMOX. There's a high fly ball. Welcome back to the Meyer Jensen Sports on a Sunday morning. And it's a gutter. Big fly, Nolan Arenado. Meyer Jensen, a personal injury law firm, because sometimes the gloves have to come off. MeyerJensen.com. And the Billikens win this one. Touchdown, Kansas City. On America's Sports Voice, KMOX. Welcome back. Sports on a Sunday morning. Tom Ackerman with you on this December 26th. Hope everyone is doing well this morning. Uh, we've been playing some of our favorite interviews and moments from 2021, and we already did two Cardinals interviews, David Freeze and then Ollie Marmel, the day that he was announced manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Our, our other broadcast partner, St. Louis University. And we have a chance every Sunday at 1030, right around this time, sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri, to give you our Billikens coaches. And in this occasion, we had two of them. I usually visit with Billikens basketball coach Travis Ford. But while he was on the phone, we got a special call from someone who had just come off an unbelievable season. 
I want to bring in somebody as a surprise to our listeners and a surprise to you, Coach, and he would know everything about being ready for your next game and and battling, and that is the coach of the men's soccer team at St. Louis University, Kevin Kalish, also joins us, Coach Ford, uh, after losing to Washington yesterday 2 to nothing, But, uh, uh, Coach, it's great to have you on KMOX. How are you doing? Hey, guys, how you doing? I apologize if I'm a little under the weather at the moment, So, uh, but uh, I, I do want to thank you for having me on. Well, it's great to have you. It's great to have you both on together. I wanted to get you both on together because, Coach Ford, uh, what can you say about what Coach Kalish and that soccer team put together? Their only loss of the season was yesterday in the Elite Eight. Well, first, I just say this is just going to be the beginning, I think, of something uh, that he's building. Uh, and I've said it all for the last week or so, and uh, I've expressed it to Kevin. It's I've had the privilege to watch when Kevin took over him build this program, the soccer program, uh, to where it is today. He's worked extremely hard in recruiting. He's worked really hard in the city here. Uh, And this is a product of what they accomplished this year is a product of working hard, a product of staying focused on what you want to achieve. And uh, it's been exciting to watch because I just love how he's gone about building this and uh you know it's just going to continue i mean i think he's really building something very very special so congratulations on a great great year um and i hope you have a little bit of time to enjoy it thanks coach i really appreciate those words well yeah what's it like to hear that from somebody who shares your passion for st louis university like travis ford kevin yeah i think that's what makes lou so special right is um just the people um, you know, we're fortunate to work with some really special people uh, here in the athletic department. And it's, it's like, you know, we're all a big team and a big family. And, um, yeah, it's just um, it's, it's amazing to hear those words. Well, and as your broadcast partner here at KMOX, it really made me smile when I heard, Kevin, that the athletic department moved the basketball tip time to 530. So that not only would you not overlap each other and, and cross over each other, but with fans at Chaffetz Arena would get the opportunity to watch the game on the video board and give you a little extra push and just a, a better feeling on campus. That was pretty cool, wasn't it, Kevin? Yeah, look, I think uh I think I think you're seeing you're seeing our culture kind of come out in the open with uh, with a, with a lot of things that are happening within within the athletic department and a lot of the successes all the teams are having. And it's, uh, like I said, it's a special place to work. It's a special place to be. And, uh, yeah, we're really blessed to, to, you know, to have these kind of teammates uh, in, our, in our department. I know that it's not easy, Kevin, to lose a game like that and to see your season come to an end. But what can you say about the ride that you've been on and what's to come for your soccer program? What a season. Yeah, right. I think I was just just listening to you guys talk a little bit about college basketball and just the, the parity. And I think, you know, for – for these guys to go 22 games unbeaten is um, it's it's extraordinary, right? I think it's uh, just says a ton about the character of the group, the quality of the young men we have in our program, and um, yeah, just a special special year. And just want to really thank all the all the community for all the support throughout the entire season. And you know now that uh, the, the the momentum carries throughout the program, as you said, and specifically talking about men's basketball, it is fun, isn't it, to be back inside Chaffetz Arena with fans. And to be able uh, to push ahead, Travis Ford's team. Oh, I can't wait! I can't wait. There's nothing better than uh, those winter nights when you're you're going to be able to go watch a game at Chaffetz and um, you know bring some recruits in, and it's just big time basketball. And um, you know I, I'm really excited to see how Travis and Lisa and 
and uh, these teams progress throughout the year. I know we'll be contending for titles here at the end. And here's that schedule, Coach Ford. You got Belmont, as you mentioned, a good basketball program. They're going to be moving to the Valley next year. Boston College, that'll be Saturday at 4 o'clock, and then Saturday, December 18th. I was just down there. Uh, for the Iron Bowl, and I said, be careful now on December 18th. You're going to face a good SLU team, and that's SLU and Auburn, Travis Ford. That's going to be fun. Well, it may be fun for you, but <laughs> 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 yeah, you have to remind me. I'm I'm still uh, trying to figure out what happened last night and worried about Belmont, but no, yeah. we, you know, the schedule has kind of played out to where, you know, we were able to get some, especially after losing Javante Perkins, get a few games under our belt. I've been saying it. We've been fortunate to win some games here lately, but I don't think we've been playing very well. Uh, we need to start playing better. You know, I thought we did a lot of good things last night and ended up, you know, it's an extremely disappointing loss. It's not going to end up being a bad loss. It's just a disappointing. UAB is going to win 25 games probably, but uh, we need to start playing better, plain and simple. We need to start trying to defend somebody, uh, and uh, we better do it quickly. DeAndre Jones coming off the bench as we wrap up here with Travis Ford and Kevin Kalish. DeAndre Jones coming off the bench and scoring 17 has to be a good sign for you. Yeah, he's he's actually been pretty consistent for us the last couple of games. Yuri's gotten in foul trouble a little bit, uh, and, uh, you know, DeAndre's been kind of a steadying force. He can... He can knock down threes. He doesn't make a lot of mistakes. Um, and we've been playing him and Yuri together quite a bit, but it's good to see him. We, you know, we're going to need everybody at this point. Yeah, the Billikens uh, dropped one yesterday to UAB, and Kevin Kalish's team loses to Washington. But we know this, this St. Louis University athletic program is on the rise. That, those are two big-time programs having very good years. And I'll wrap with this, Kevin, and I, I don't know how much uh, Billikens fans are aware of this, but they will be tomorrow. Uh, you have received the Carl O'Bauer Award uh, from the Missouri Athletic Club. You'll be honored tomorrow at the Jack Buck Awards for Excellence in Amateur Athletics. It's going to be an unbelievable night with Paul Goldschmidt and Isaac Bruce and David Backus and Gary Unger and Curtis Francois all being recognized as well as you, Coach Kalish. Yeah, it's an unbelievable honor. I'm very, very grateful um, and looking forward to tomorrow night. It should be a great night all together. We're going to carry the Jack Buck Awards live on KMOX tomorrow night at 8. Can't wait to see you there. And thanks to both of you for being here. Kevin, thanks for popping on. And, and Travis, as always, it's great to have you in this 1030 segment on KMOX Radio, sponsored by Royal Banks of Missouri. We really appreciate it. Always enjoy it. Thanks, Tom. Appreciate it. Great to have them on. Uh, that's Travis Ford and Kevin Kalish. And as we have our best moments of sports on a Sunday morning this morning, that one stuck in my mind. I thought that was neat to have those two together. What a year for Kalish. Travis mentioned there some of those games down the stretch. They ended up losing. They beat Boston College, but they lost to Belmont, lost an Auburn, to Auburn in a great basketball game. But unfortunately, SLU has not been able to hold those double-digit leads. And until they do... Uh, they're not going to be able to put themselves in a great position for the tournament. Um, not bad losses, but missed opportunities to win big games. They are so close, but they just haven't been able to find a way to close them out. We hope they can and uh, burst ahead in January with a massive run. When we come back, somebody who ran all over the place in January, Isaac Bruce. What a speech at the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That's next on KMOX. Welcome back, sports on a Sunday morning on KMOX. Tom Ackerman with you. Let's listen in 
on the Pro Football Hall of Fame speech from Isaac Bruce. I'd like to thank my dad, Jesse Bruce, of Albany, Georgia. Yes, and I'm so grateful that he moved to South Florida. So grateful to move to Florida. I'd like to thank my mother, Caretha Bruce, of West Palm Beach, Florida, AKA Sister Bruce. That union produced 15 wonderful children. Got 14 brothers and sisters. They're represented here tonight. <laughs> oh man. I'd like to thank my neighborhood, my village, Tater Town, 29th Avenue, and 4th Street, who helped raise me, helped nurture me. My city, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Broward County, being represented here tonight by myself and Mr. Steve Hutchinson. Yes, sir. I'm grateful. I'm having a good time. I'd like to thank my high school, Dillard High School, the standard in South Florida, class of 1990. Right here, Nigel, right here. The 1989 state champions led by Otis Gray. Dillard had a big influence on my life, and I'm very grateful that I went to that school. I'm honored. My junior colleges, Santa Monica City College, the NFL legends that were there to meet me and help me and help my, with my development, the great Marlon Briscoe, my position coach, NFL legend, Rock Richmond, thank you, Dave, Dave Burrell and Robert Taylor, who introduced me to work study, and I was so grateful. Thank you. The University of Memphis, AKA Memphis State, Randy Feetner for recruiting me and giving me a scholarship to one of the best cities in America, Memphis that is. My South Hall of Famers who are represented here today. Man, I love y'all, man. Appreciate you coming out to support me. To the, uh, to, the, to the nameless voice that called me two weeks before the draft in 1994 to let me know that the NFL wasn't checking for me. They didn't like me. They like, they like more of NFL legend, legend Bertie Manuel and Ryan Yabara. I know you're alive. I know you're listening. I pray God keep you alive for this day. So, my message to you is, rap legend Kumo D wanted me to ask you how you like me now. Yes, sir. To the Los Angeles Rams who drafted me in 1994, and my teammates, Wayne Gandy, James Bostic, Toby Wright's in the house. Those are my guys. I appreciate you and I love you. My, my coach Steve Moore at the time. To the city of St. Louis, its fan base, I love you. Thanks for all the love. Thanks for embracing me and my team for 21 great years. We grew up there. I love you and I thank you. To my teammates, Tory Hope, Marshall, Orlando, Kurt, 
Ricky Pro, who made the biggest catch of my career in the NFC Championship game. Oz, my, all my tight ends who are represented here today. Thanks for clearing it out, and thanks for Max blocking. I appreciate you, baby. Todd Hewitt, Tiffany Burns, who worked so hard. Jim Anderson, all my quarterbacks. Start from day one with Samuel Bruce in the front yard on 29th Avenue. Deshaun Hill, getting me right. London Fletcher, Keith Lyle, Todd Light, all my imaginary friends growing up in South Florida and Tatertown, Mark Clayton, Mark Duper, and we took a picture with Dan Reno, man. You know it, that's my guy. <laughs> Jackie Slater, Julius Irvin, Dr. J, for always saying God did it before he did, gave an interview. That left an impression on me. All the defensive backs, that the ones that baptized me, and the ones that I baptize. Thank you. I appreciate you. I love you. To the people of the book, my people, I love you. The message is, the work is finished. Walk in it. My message to you is, consent to be loved. Consent to his righteousness. Consent to be awakened. Consent to be restored and unified. It's, it's there for us. It's for us. They move my iPad, but it's from the heart. Got one minute, 30, 32 seconds left. <laughs> I ran a pretty decent 40. I was faster with pads on than, than I was without pads. So let's get this. My people, I love you. We got big plans, plans ahead of us. They are wonderful. They're, they're, they're supernatural, and I can't wait, man. And Father God is fighting this battle for us. We're being driven by him, by his justice, by his vengeance, and his recompense. Yes, it's real. Believe that. The fishers and the hunters have been released. And as one of those fishers, allow me to announce in our native, in our primary language, Baruch Abba, Beshem, Yahweh. Blessed be he who comes in the name of the Lord. Thank you. What a beautiful, beautiful speech. Just a beautiful speech from Isaac Bruce and that from the Pro Football of Fame. He started by thanking God, his family, his wife, and then his dad starting that segment of the speech. That was awesome. More next hour on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 